You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The word of the day, I think, for the Atlanta Falcons and Atlanta Falcons fans should be optimism. There's a lot of things to be optimistic about. We just touched on Tyler Algier and Drake London. Obviously, we've talked a lot about Desmond Ritter, who got his first um, he got his first two career touchdown passes today, which was also great to see. Uh, one to Michael Pruitt, one to Alameda Zacchaeus. There are so many things to be optimistic about. You just touched on the defensive well, the young guys and the young core on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, there are just so many things to look forward to to next year. So it seems like you have a pretty good foundation on both offense and defense. You got Ritter, you have Algier, you have Drake London, Kyle Pitts, who's going to only be in his third year when, uh, whenever he comes back off of his injury next season. And then, you know, you got you got a piece, a uh, pro bowler on, on, on the offensive line and Chris Lindstrom, and we'll see what happens with Caleb McGarry. Jake Matthews will be coming back as well. We'll see what happens with the rest of the offensive line. And then on the defensive side, you just talked about it. Evan Katie, you still got Grady Jarrett. You got Richie Grant, who's making plays. Troy Anderson. You know, hopefully Michael Walker, he he, he disappeared a little bit towards the second half of the season. Well, <laughs> he, he disappeared because he essentially got benched for Troy Anderson. Yeah, and, which was the right move. And look, I love, I, I've been around Michael Walker. Yeah. He's a cool dude. He's a nice human being. Makes my bonehead with, plays sometimes, though. Well, Trying we'll to do get, too much. Well, we'll get into this later, but my issue with Michael Walker is I see him in position to make plays constantly, and he, yeah. and they don't, and he doesn't happen. Yeah. I've seen him blow some plays. Yeah, everybody, every player blows assignments from time to time. It's just it, just what happens. Nobody's perfect. Yeah, but I think we're seeing that Troy Anderson is the future of that position. The guy for me, and I don't want to. And I'm sorry I interrupt you, but no, I good. like it when we have back and forth. Yeah, Rashawn Evans is a guy I need back yeah. on the team. Yes, because glad, Rashawn Evans yeah. stepped up, came in here, and I think he wants. After talking to him today after the game, mm-hmm. he wants to be here. This yes. is where he wants to play, and I think that he could make some money in the offseason because he essentially filled the Foye Oluwakin spot. And to perfection. All he did was going into this game, he was like fourth or fifth in the league in tackles, while Foye went to Jacksonville, making the playoffs, and is the league leader in tackles. So Again, um, second straight year for yeah. Foye, so congrats to him. So though, so I won't, I would like to go into the season to have Rashawn and Troy Anderson, and we'll see where Mike, Michael Walker will be on the team. And maybe he fights that position, but that's what I would look at. Honestly, that's where I want to be um, in that linebacker position. And, and and I'm not talking about you guys. Me and Dylan aren't talking about your edge linebackers, your outside <laughs> no. linebackers who are essentially edge, edge rushers. rushers. Yeah, we're talking. Yeah, we're talking about uh, the inside linebackers. You know, between Tori Anderson and uh, Rashawn Evans, and you alluded to it. Rashawn Evans, after the game, spoke with Dave Archer, and you were part of that conversation as well, Squid. He said this was the most fun he ever had in his NFL career. This season with Atlanta was the most fun he's ever had. And there's something to that. And, you know, guys, you know, you can say he was just being professional, saying all the right things, but you could hear a sincereness in his voice and that he was genuinely, genuinely, like, he really did have a fun time in Atlanta. He really does like being here. And he said this is home for him as well. So hopefully well, been around, they can bring Rashawn Evans Rash- back. I've been around Rashawn since the preseason. Yeah. Um, and and I know that's – but training camp is what I should say. Right. Um, and been around him with 
with how you know how he's handled it. First off, let's not if we're gonna talk about this, let's let's just be honest. He was yeah. a bust, labeled a bust. Yeah, in Tennessee, mm-hmm. when you're and he didn't. It's not that he played terrible in Tennessee, but but he's got 471 tackles for his career, guys. Before today, obviously, um, and he had 154 this year. All right. So yeah, what I'm saying, what I'm trying to tell you is that. He's play. He has just went above and beyond. He didn't get his fifth year picked up. He was a first round pick in Tennessee, um, and there says something to be about the professionalism that he handled all year. Because we talked to him in some tough spots, and he handled mm-hmm. it all in class. But this was a year where he had something to prove. Yeah, and I think he did. And mm-hmm. he uh, showed that he's a leader on the team. He was throwing his body around all year, including a day when it didn't matter, according <laughs> to the fans. Um, so. You know, you're right on and what your assessment of by him talking when he said to us, he really wants to be here. And yeah. he, I, I just don't see how I think I, I'm not, dude. This is a game where you we've we, we, if reality is hit, and I'm not using Demar Hamlin's situation and what happened with him as a punchline or anything like that. It's not like this, right. but if anything that happened with Demar Hamlin, it's a reminder that this is a violent game. Yeah. Um, and you're not guaranteed another play, you know, no. just like, you know, everybody says, take every moment, uh, and every day, don't take it for granted and live it to the fullest because you're not guaranteed another one. Yeah. Football is the ultimate assessment of that. You're not guaranteed another, another down or a play again. It's, it's a, it's a rough game. It's like, a like when a fighter steps in the ring, you know, it could be your last fight. Um, and, and that's, and that's, so you so you get you get you got to take advantage of getting paid um, because there's no guaranteed money in this sport either. Really, there's a certain amount, and then that's it. There's no right. fully guaranteed. Guy. So he needs to do his best for for him and his family for sure. Um, but he mentioned he if you remember that interview, he mentioned about how his family is you know being close here. So yep. I'm saying all, all that to say, in the end of the day, Rashawn Evans needs to take care of Rashawn Evans and, and his family. That being said, I could see a scenario where he would take a little less to play here because he wants to be here. So, um, hopefully, we see him next year, uh, Dylan, in, in black and red with a bird on this uh, side of his helmet. I, I really hope so because not only does everything seem to be working out for him in Atlanta, it seems like that DMP system is fitting here. See, It does seem like he found a home in Atlanta, and again, he said as much. But the other thing to it is it would be great to have a Rashawn Evans. He's like a young vet because he's he's not old by any stretch of the imagination, 26, 27 years old. And when you have that young vet around the rest of these young players, that that does something. So he can be kind of, him and Grady Jarrett and maybe, you know, a couple other guys can be that, that uh, veteran presence uh, around some of these young guys and, you know, help mold them and groom them a little bit and you know make them even better so I think there will be a lot a lot of benefits to bringing in Rashawn Evans not only on on the field but off the field as well so is that that is if 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 you have if if I had to make a wish list of guys I wanted to bring back not even free agents to bring in outside free agents but guys I just wanted to keep who are on the team currently Rashawn Evans is high high on that list so yeah, I think Probably that's a that. really that's a really good point, man. And that's something that we we'll, we'll get into in this when the off season kicks around. Yeah. Um the real real off season. Yeah. I mean, we can <laughs> we can talk some playoffs uh, in the next few weeks as well. Right. 
But uh, I think Caleb McGarry is another guy that you need to at least look at, mm-hmm. um, Dylan. Yeah. And, uh, and 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 I, me and uh, me and Wes, if you guys want to go inside the booth, um, pregame today, way way early. I mean, before before the stadium was open, um, me and Wes were in the booth going over our flip cards, and and uh, I'll, I'll give you guys a little inside look. I think it's fun. Maybe maybe you care. Maybe you don't. Yeah, peel behind um, the curtain a little bit. But, Wes and I, you know, we all have our flip card, which you guys have – we've talked about on the podcast before. I mean, for those of you that um, – well, I don't guess – I don't guess uh, the whole – the videos on up with the whole thing. But um, but it's got all the players, and it's what we use. I use as, as when I spot. Um, I, I'm the executive producer of the radio network, and I produce the end game, but I also spot for Wes. And um, – so we line up our card where we have to add players, right? There's there's guys we have to add like um, a Fetty uh, Ogan Debo um, was a guy for 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 the Bucks that they elevated because they were gonna they had some guys out and they had some guys they were clearly gonna rest and uh, Odin Odin Debo um, we we put them on the we we put it on the same spot on my card as where Wes has it. So we line up our cards and we go through and. We went through a little exercise where it was just me and him. We were just hanging out, shooting the breeze, and we were going through the roster, you know, and, and just kind of talking about guys we thought that the team might bring back or, yeah. or whatever or what their future would be or guys that maybe might sign somewhere else because, you know, they've played themselves in a new contract and stuff. Right. And um, so that was – that, and and, 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 and and Rashawn was one of the guys we, we had a conversation about. Um and uh, so, and we had a conversation about Caleb too because of the position he plays. So, I think that's that's uh, that's something you and I'll do for our our, our, our listeners here on Peachtree Football as we get uh, into February, um, and 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 the season, the other season kind of wraps. So we maybe maybe do it this week or maybe next month uh, or this month. I mean, later this that's month right. we're going to go through that. Um, you know, but I think that's a fun drill, man. It's a real fun drill. Where they can, you know, where you can upgrade or guys that you've. Have played enough, right, Dylan? That you think can 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 be good depth yes. players, right? Because yes. that's one of the things that the people, the fan base loses, and I think we lose is that there are guys that maybe aren't starters, yeah, uh, on this roster that have been pushed or in this league, but they've kind of been pushed there. But there are guys that can come in and play, and they and maybe there's some guys that they've seen that they think could take a step. You know, you never know. So it's, right. it's real interesting. It's interesting to kind of look at. No, it is for sure. And that's a great point that you make about, you know, we lose sight because, you know, we think, oh, you're starting for the Atlanta Falcons. Like you, you, you should, you should, you're your starter material, but you're not performing like a starter. You know, they're just to be completely honest. And this is no shade or no disrespect to anybody, uh, you know, playing for the Atlanta Falcons. But due to what our roster constrictions were, and what our calorie uh, salary cap con- <laughs> restrictions were. I just totally screwed that word. Our up. calorie consumption. Our calorie. <laughs> talking about keto or something. We're, ca- we're counting there. calories and going keto, Bo Morgan. <laughs> but no, our salary cap restrictions, due to those confines that we had this season, we did have some players that probably should have been more depth pieces, and we had them starting. And that and that happened this year because of injury, too. So you, you have to keep an open mind that even though they may not look good necessarily as starters or there's a little more to be desired as starters, they would still be very good depth pieces. Like, for one, I'll say 
Adio Gindeji, just as just as a, a heads up. And I know defense is a little bit different because starters really don't matter. It's about, you know, how many snaps they're getting and, and snap percentage, things like that. But I think he isn't necessarily a starter, but I still think he could be a solid depth player, a solid rotation piece, if that makes sense. So, And there, and there are a multitude of guys like that, not just on the Atlanta Falcons, but a bunch of teams. But, no, that that's just a good point uh, there by you.